Good morning. This is Phil Canute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn futures finished the overnight session lower, while soybean futures were higher. September corn was off a penny and a half, settling at 583 and a quarter. August soybeans were up 11 cents, settling at 1415. In the outside markets, as of 7:40 a.m., the U.S. dollar index is off 284 points, trading at 102.619. August crude oil is up 25 cents, trading at $69.41 a barrel. Precious metals are all higher. Industrial metals are lower, except copper. The electronic mini Dow Jones is off two points, trading at 33,975. Wheat futures were the upside leader overnight buoyed by the coup situation in the Russian Federation over the weekend. The leader of the mercenary Wagner group rebelled against Russian strongman Vladimir Putin and led his troops toward Moscow over the weekend in an attempt to topple Putin, who has led Russia for over two decades. The coup attempt ended about as soon as it started, and there's still a lot we don't know. However, the fact that somebody challenged the authority of Vladimir Putin puts a serious crack in the veneer of the Putin regime. Weekend rainfall was once again a tale of the haves and the have-nots. For many, precipitation over the weekend was a lifesaver for the crop. Unfortunately, there were many areas that sadly missed out on the much-needed rains. We continue to exist within a weather market, so anything is possible. It does appear, though, that the overall weather pattern may indeed be changing, and more showers and lower temperatures are expected in the weeks ahead. We will have to wait and see what actually materializes. Aside from weather, traders are laser-focused on Friday's stocks and acreage reports. Historically, the June 30th report is a make-or-break for grain and oilseed markets. On Friday, the fund sold 15,000 contracts of corn, sold 10,000 contracts of soybeans, and sold 5,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 66,060 contracts of corn, net long 83,410 contracts of soybeans, and that short 76,440 contracts of wheat. From a chart perspective, September corn finds initial support at the overnight low, 571 and a quarter, followed by 550, and then the chart gap from June 12, 527 and a half to 529 and three quarters. Initial resistance is at 590 and a quarter, the overnight high, followed by the psychological $6 level, and then the six month high charted on Wednesday, 624 and three quarters. August soybeans find initial support at the psychological $14 mark, followed by Friday's low, 13.83, and then 13.50. Initial resistance is at the highs from Friday and overnight, 14.18 and a quarter and 14.18 and a half, respectively, followed by 14.47, the three-month high charted on Wednesday. Opening calls are steady to higher. Following our weekend rainfall totals reported by River Valley Co-op employees for their respective co-op locations and or homes. Ryan and Delaware County reporting nine-tenths of an inch. Bernard and Dubuque County reporting an inch and six-tenths. Temple Hill and Jones County an inch and four-tenths. Wyoming and Jones County a half an inch. Anamosa and Jones County an inch and six-tenths. Martell and Jones County an inch and a tenth. Olin and Jones County a half a tenth, or half of an inch. Mount Vernon and Lynn County an inch and a half. Cedar Rapids and Lynn County one inch. Stanwood and Cedar County one inch. Loudoun and Cedar County two inches. Tipton and Cedar County, also two inches. Calmus and Clinton County, two inches and one-tenth. DeWitt and Clinton County, nine-tenths. Donahue and Scott County, one inch. And Walcott and Scott County, an inch and three-tenths. And with all of that, have a great Monday from your friends at River Valley Co-op.